GQ and Q Lifestyle Fitness. The podcast. The podcastings. Different settings again. You know, we're keeping it dynamic, fluid. You know me, I steer around it. <laughs> Alright, so let's have a look, see. The thing set madly. Let me get rid of these. Experimental. Right. So I hope everyone's good, by the way. Yeah, sorry, split the slow one, bit of a jerky start. Hey, not like that. But I was going to start with my recommendation, which would have been Jersey Club Music. The thing set mad. I'm going to bust it on the next one still. I'm going to bust it on the next one. XL Bully Bands. Let's get straight into the news. XL Bully Bands. What do you think? What do you think about this? Let me just move this camera. XL Bully Bands. What do you lot think? Every time I shake my camera, it's trying to say undo delete. Which is a good feature. I didn't even know it did that. But yeah. XL Bully Bands. What do you lot think? Like, I remember, like, I know people use their dogs as a weapon still. And I remember time ago, time ago, yeah? Let me let me have a one sip of my tea in the, in the morning. I don't think I've done a pod so early. So anyway, I remember time ago, my bridging had this dog, and he used to want a dog as protection. He didn't want to carry no guns or knives or whatever, bloody, bloody, blah, blah. So we got this fucking dog. And I'm talking years ago like my dog died last year my dog would have been 14 or 15 yeah so he would have been about two so about 13 years ago yeah he's got this fucking big ass dog i don't know what it was it was a big tall dog yeah he was talking about breeding different like pit bulls with different things time ago like i don't really remember people talking about it like that i've come out of prison now 221 everyone's got pocket bullies this bully that bully i don't even know what a bully is you know what i mean but he, he had a pit bull's face, yeah? Just with a few extra like, lines and shit. And he's setting it on everybody. And I don't know where it was. He used to get drunk a little bit sometimes and he'd get a bit like... funny. Like, kind of thing, yeah? And he's on about, oh, this and that, bloody blah. And my dog was a bit rough, because my dog was a bit older, like about a year or so, yeah? But my dog was a small... My dog had a pit bull mum, or like a bulldog dad or something, so... Yeah. Yeah, it, it, just, it just looked mad anyway, yeah? Well, it was small like a pit bull, where his was big. He's had a pit bull dad and a thingy mum, so I think the dog gets the body of the mum, which makes sense because the bit, like, imagine like a like a sausage dog trying to give birth to, like, Doberman-sized pups if it would cross with the bull. Like, surely they're going to be the size of the sausage dog, the same, like, kind of pups that it always has, but with different colours and... Anyway... I'm going mad as usual, yeah? The man's got a bit funny as usual, yeah? And he's talking all types of sideways. And he's talking about setting his dog on, man. Yeah, if I think my dog's this, that, da, 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 dog on, man. I says, listen, I just had to set him straight. I was just a record setter. <laughs> I was a record straight in them days, there, yeah? I just says, listen, obviously, you know a man like me, I've just got the... on the standard, yeah? I says, listen, I said, if you hit your dog on me, yeah? He stood there saying, <laughs> he's like, you know, <laughs> jumping up and that. I said, I just stood there. I just stood there. He's got his dog going mental. I stood there. I said, listen, I will give your dog my arm, like so, my left arm. 
Because this arm's no use to ornament. <laughs> this guy, and bang still. Big dopey arm and that, do you know what I mean? I said, I'll give you, give your dog my arm. I said, but you see this hand here? There's going to be a big shank of lanker in it. And I'm just going to go like this more. Just, just go, yo, it's getting graphic now. I apologise. But I said, I'm just going to do this. Violently. You know what I mean? Choosing me trunk. It's going to be mental. And I said, I don't know what you're going to do with what you're left with. I said, bury it in back garden or something. I'm going to go to the fucking hospital and get like a little tetanus jab or whatever. I'm going to get some stitches or whatever, some glue. Like, I don't know. It's, I said, it's not a fucking lion. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not a crocodile. It's a dog. It's like, yeah, but it, it's big this one and that one. You see what he did to his leg? But I, 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 the youth's there. The youth is like walking down the hill. Seen us across the road, just went back up the hill with my man that sits his dog and everything. I said, the youth's there, brother. Walking. Walking. You bit him yesterday. Like, he's hobbling a little bit. But for one, he's a youth as well. as like a little teenager. I don't know what he was. My man's just setting it on his neighbours. Or whatever, yeah. I said, but by the time I'm finished, brother, I'll be mental. Like, what are you talking about? I think he realised then, like, because he was on a, oh, and then that fucking documentary came out. My Dog Is My Weapon, BBC Three. BBC Three used to be hard back in the days. Now it's like, now it's like an adult C, C, CBBC or something. Like, you know the ones there? It should be called Free BBC instead of BBC Three because it's more like a free, a BBC. You heard what I said. It's like that. It ain't like it was back in the day. It was nails back in the day, hard. Anyway, yo, so that's the dog thing. So what do you think about that? About the XO bullies getting banned. I'm not even so fussed. Do you know what I mean? So end of the day, like you say, it is I think it is down to the owners. Do you know what I mean? Really and truly, because like any dog can be like wicked and bad and any dog can be like just a pussy. Do you know what I mean? But these people that are getting these dogs are like them kind of people. They're not like not everyone, do you know what I mean? But I don't know. Maybe the dogs are having a fucking mental breakdown. Fuck knows. I mean everyone else is. There's fifteen year olds with like 50-year-old fucking depression. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I just don't, I can't, I'm just trying to keep up. Trying to keep up, mate. But I will be part of the solution. You know the ones there? Right, I'm going to do it. What me there? What does that say? Clarissa Shields wants to walk out to R. Kelly's, uh, Hey, I made it. <laughs> I'm the world's greatest. Watch out. I'm that little bit of hope when my back against the wall. Hey! The girl them waterfall right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they want to listen. Choose from your the like the, the vocals were so sweet to me, even my mouth watering. Yeah, my lips be mashed up for time. I don't know what's going on with them. <sighs> Little sip of tea right there. Oh, where was I now? And she goes, Why does the English go uh, <laughs> after you drink tea? I said, we well, can't taste anything. Just to I don't really do it. Do you know what I mean? It was that conference thing I went to the other day. Conferencing was hard. Peer support and lived experience. Brack up. You know what I mean? Hard as nails. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go into it. I met man, man, yo, me I did water. I had these glasses on as well. Me I did water. When my, when my manager speaking about her life story, I said, yeah, bumbogla. Watch her now. I said, I hope she shuts up. I'm like deep in there, like one table back, there's like, I don't know, about six, seven tables. I'm like second table, in the middle. I can't just slip out. 
its peak. If I turn round, more people seen the eye than water. Then, get me? Because right now I'm blending in. No one really knows. It was mad. You know what I mean? Uh, what the fuck does that say? Went to watch my uh, little cousin play football. Never watched no kids play football like that, proper football, like in their little leagues and that. It was hard, isn't it? I thought I was going to stay for 15, 20 minutes and I'll show support, shout a couple, yeah, go on, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was hard as nails, bruv. It was hard. I was enraptured. I was in at the thing. You get me? They bust me eye them water on the pitch. Me eye them water upon the pitch. And that's it. Like, it was nice to see these youths get uh, encouragement and that from people that were there. And one youth must have like been on the floor, mash up his foot, tackling that, you know what I mean? And he's in bits, he's right there as well. It's not it's different when it was over there. Someone got mashed up over there, it was over there. Mine, I think. But what I think was the prelude to this, not to this ha- action, but to hiding water him from this action, yeah, because this kid was hurt, man. You know, anyone's there, bless him. Just a little, you know, like eleven year olds or some shit. Alhamdulillah. Um was there was some crackhead there, yeah. I'm not even going to get all disrespectful like that, but she was a crackhead, bruv. And that's that. You know what I mean? She's up and down. Oh, sorry. I mean, she's stole up. She's got the full blonde. She's she's definitely a good one. She makes pee. I'm going to get onto this other another story in a bit. But she makes pee because she had the whole look. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like she smokes crack. It's not like I smoke a bit of crack. You can't really tell. You can tell she smokes crack. From the hair, especially the walking, the voice, the mentality is fully there, bruv. Of it, fully an addiction. Do you know what I mean? A son's playing on the opposition. Man's an up out here, bruv. Don't give a fuck about them ups, right? Yeah? Yep. <laughs> the man goes down. That's the one I was saying it was over there. I wasn't really too bothered. It was over there. I didn't really think, no, it's just a foul. I don't really know what's happening, kind of thing. Never, you know, the kids went hard like that. Bearing in mind, like, one 11-year-old's like that, one's like that. Like, what? <laughs> I said, I guess to my cousin, because they're all the same age. Mental. There's a gal out there. I'm thinking I've never seen... Anyway, let me have a drink of tea again. For them that listen upon our digital platform. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Um, it's gone down. She's bust onto the field. I didn't know these people, these parents are outraged. Yeah, I don't even know you're not allowed on the field. There's like a little daft piece of tape or something that we're behind. A couple of people got like fisherman jets, <laughs> chilling, cotched up hard. Yeah, I'm stood up, but me have my shades on. It's overcast. But I wanted to make sure I could see everything because when I've got my shades on, I don't know what it is about when my shades are prescription. Yeah. Like, I picked the lens and that, nothing, but it's just got my glass of prescription in it, yeah? When I've got these shades on, the world seems quieter. I don't know what it is. I feel proper dialed into life. I don't know. I think it must take, like, some, like, yellow light or blue light or something. It takes something away from, like, my regular field of vision that makes my other senses feel... I just feel calmer with my sunglasses on. I don't know what it is. Like, so any little bit of one piece of sun, missing, missing. you say, <laughs> are this one wrong there? <laughs> It's not, you know what I mean? It's there. Boom, shades on. I don't care if it's raining. See this? <laughs> See this on there? Oh, boom, I've got them on. Sun was out earlier while I was asleep. I've heard rumours. <laughs> Seen it on Facebook two hours ago. Someone said, sun's out. I'm outside now. It's pissing it down. Overcast grey. Shades on. Sun was out earlier. Yeah, so anyway. 
the uh, youth's down, mum's gone over there, she's saying it's a foul, like, he's a dead penalty or whatever. It already was a penalty, she just must have not heard it yet. Uh, big up the referee, refereeing hard, 16 years old, I didn't even know, like, but it was older. But hard, hard job, hard job referee. They don't get like, anyway, forget all that. Yeah, digress. So anyway, she bounced over there. Everyone was like, oh, she can't be on pitching this. And I didn't even know any of these like, rules and whatnot. I don't know what's going on. Pitch invasion by this woman. She's bounced. Kids come off now. Um, but she's come back over here. The kids gone off that side with the uh, managers or coaches or whatever they are. And she's gone round. Like by round, I mean, the kids are down there in the up end, like trying to score. She's just like walking across their goal front, <laughs> across the pitch. <laughs> Colin shouting out his name. And uh, yeah, back to the football, whatever, just watching the football. And I've looked over there and she's having like a kind of, you can catch bits like fucking dit, 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 but, but pitch. Dit, 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 dit. And he's like trying to walk off and she's grabbing him back and like, no, like, drip, like gripping him up, you know what I mean? He's like trying to, bear in mind, he's 11. You've got this crackhead in your face. It's not about mum no more because she ain't behaving like a mum. She's behaving like a crackhead. Yeah, he's like, did it, and then like she, he keeps trying to step away. And she's like, he's like, just like you know, like boom, can't really see him properly as far as across the pitch. You know what I mean? He's like, boom, 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 trying to like, walk away. She's saying all kinds of shit, just doing bare OTT mad crackhead movements, not even regular movements. It's the crackhead version. So they're, they're just everywhere. Yeah, like bam, like she's, like she's, like she's a hoodman chatting to it, like a serious hoodman chatting to another hoodman. I don't say my hoodman are going in like crackheads, but I mean, that ain't a mother-son conversation. It was mad. He's walked off. We've heard her say, you know what, fuck off then. And she's spun round like, towards like, our side now, because there's some people over on that side. She goes, ma'am, bear in mind this woman's like 40-something. <laughs> he must have been with that face, trust me. Hair's all scraggly, big bullshit, dotty. Bless her, because obviously it's full blood addiction, isn't it? You know what I mean? Mom, take me home, some old woman there, great hair. I want to go home now. Bear in mind, these kids are from quite far, other side of town. She goes, uh, take me home now. Mom said, we're not going, we're staying. There's like, mom, there must have been like son as well, like her brother or something. He looked like he's had a dabble at some point, but he's a big, big lad. He might have been on the meth, methanone. Sip on the tea. And, um, it's heartbreaking. So I thought, hold on. So, this kid's there. He's injured. Um, mum's there. Nanan's here. Possibly uncle's there. And someone else. So you're all going to jump in your car to take Nobed home. Which is far. Game might be even done. I have little Timmy or whatever he's called. He's not called Timmy. But I have little Timmy over there. What? She's moving that, like, and she's steaming she's back across the goal front. <laughs> anyway, that's that bit. Forgot about her. Back into the football. The youths come back on. Applause. Now, no one's applauding, but I'm applauding internally. He's come back in. You get me? He, I realised then he's their best player. Him and his other little you. The other little you, I think he's the one that went down after. Uh, but they were good. Like, my uh, cousin's team, they were all quite good. Some better than others, but all quite good. All played a part, quite instrumental as a team. The other team wasn't all that, do you know what I mean? Um, and, but they're two stand-up players. Little Timmy and it's over you. 
Um, yeah, then what else happened now? So it's steaming on, and it looked like she was going to f- go for our cousin. So I just stood there thinking, like, what? <laughs> His dad was my cousin, so it's my cousin's son, my second cousin. You're going to jump over the barrier, like, bomb like, like Linford or whatever, yeah? Seb, whatever. Sebastian, shit. <laughs> I went did some funny hop over the thing, you know. Steam. Can you come on the bitch, please? And she, she's like, oh, uh, sorry, look, but it's like you're going to go steaming over and, like, steamroll our fucking cousin. Or my cousin, like. It was all mental. It was all mental. Like, there was more ag on the sidelines than the uh, actual pitch. Because obviously kids are kids, innit? It's like it comes, it goes. It comes, it goes. But as you get older, you become more, it stays with you more. Do you know what I mean? You, you lose the ability to, like, let things go, it seems. So they're bringing that like, last week antics or two weeks ago. <laughs> they're bringing that to the table this week. It's like, eh? like it's just how it goes. I mean, that's the world, man. But it was a bit, it was good. I enjoyed it still. But then me, I didn't because I think because of that might have triggered it a little bit. I call it madness. And then, you know what I mean? But we had machines on this time. And I'm stood like to the end of like our lot and a bit distant from, from her family. You know what I mean? But yeah, anyway, that's that bit. So me, I did water twice round there. Right, where were they? Yeah, so Clarissa, like I said, Clarissa Shields, the boxer, yeah, female boxer. I don't know if she's two two weight division champ, two time champ or two weight division champ or something, yeah. I know. We'll have a quick look. No need for guess around there. Clarissa Shields. Have a look at Google search. Clarissa Shields. Oh, and a mixed martial artist. She has held multiple. She has held multiple world championships championships in three weight classes, including the undisputed female light middleweight. She wants to walk out to R. Kelly's um, I'm the greatest. She said she's always wanted to do it. She's at that point now where she's the greatest. She can do it. I would like to beg the question, is it okay listening? Obviously, they're saying it's R. Kelly in the day. He's a madman. He's been doing some mad things, which he has. Yeah, me R.I.P. to his legacy, it's gone. Because he's done the mad- madness and he's in now. So the bit of backlash in terms of like her wanting to play his music as it's coming out, do you know what I mean? She's saying, I don't care, I'm going to do it anyway. That's my thing, it's my I, my music choice, it's just a song, do you know what I mean? But I beg the question, after all that with, my, uh, with R. Kelly, yeah, can we listen to his music still? Because I like it. I'm going to bust a few tunes still. I'm like, I was going to bust a few tunes. He's got a tune featuring J-Lo. I was like, baby, I love you. What was he come out? It's like downtown New York in the middle of traffic jam. All I really want you to know is who I am. Yeah, hard. Where's it come on again? I don't really say nothing funny in it, but I'm listening to his lyrics now and his lyrics are mad. Like, it sounded all right before because you can kind of half blend it. I'm listening to his lyrics now and obviously I'm interpreting them. I'm printing for a different filter and they're a bit mad now. So there's one tune by Sierra that I love called Next To You, yeah? He's on it. I like his contribution. She's like, um, I'm scared of being next to you because of what I think I might do. Blah, 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 whatever, yeah? And he's like, don't say no, baby. 
Obviously, he's got some other fruity ones like, what's the other one now? The two hard ones from back in the day. Vibe. Yo, I might have to put that on the playlist. Um, there's another one that came out around the same time. Bump and Grind. I swear there's some questionable shit in there as well. Like, you know, we forgave him with the earlier thing. We didn't really think no of it. It was the 90s. We let things slide in the 90s. He fucked around, got caught in the 10s or whatever. We don't fuck around in the 10s. We get the pressure. Anyway. Um, what else has he got? Another song has got some questionable lyrics. Yo, listen, he does not. He does minimal stuff on that um, Marcus Houston track. Up in the club, like and things like, and I think the contribution is hard as nails. It changes the whole dynamic of that tune. Like, what does he say? No, I can't do it, and I don't want to do it. <laughs> it's like it's a melody hum, but you listen to that track and you listen to that one piece of thing that he does. And like, I can't. I'm not doing it still. You know, I might play it. Might be to play it. I never played it through the microphone before. So watch out, watch out, watch out. Me, oh, listen, my bro. Groan breaking. I make me break then groan around it. It's a bomb of clap. Right, so. One second. I need you to bear with me. Alright, right. Okay. I'm going to put that there. No, I'm going to put that. Where is it? Yeah. I'm going to. Oh, so now you want to take long. Mmm. Let me see you, let me see you. And again. Anyway, that's been put there. Right. Uh, should pop up because I've been listening to the thing. Internet. I don't know why I'm to it still. Let me see what. Hmm. Uh. Alright, where are we? Wi-Fi is dead. Clovium. Apologies for the long thing. Let's see if you can hear this. Come on. Oh. First comment says, you can totally tell R. Kelly wrote this. That sounds a bit mad, that. Two girls, one dancing on the front, on the back. I don't know if I'll be feeling that if two girls <laughs> come sandwich me. Yo, might go wicked and bad for them, you know. Wait, hold on. It's loading, I don't know what it's doing. This is going to be so anticlimactic, it's going to be unreal. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bit. Come on, you fucker. That's the bit. Nails. I don't know what the fuck you're on about, you freak. Yeah, but it's just music to me. Because you see where it is? I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, it'd be different if it was like my people and that, I guess. I don't know. I can't really... You know what I mean? Um, 
But I know people get like uptight on certain things. Not uptight. That's how it seems to me. But they, that it's just normal to them. But I listen to like racist, like people that say racist thing. Like Frankie Boyle said something, like one time, you know, and he says a bit whatever. I think he does. Do you want to laugh like so? <laughs> or whatever the fuck, count, cats do countdown. My man, yeah, Jimmy Carr. Who else? I swear he said something that like Australian guy Jeff. Jeff, Jeff, Jeffries, Jim Jeffries or something. He says some mad things too. But it doesn't put me off. Do you know what I mean? Even listen to like Roy Chubby Brown, like, it doesn't put me off. For me, personally, I just see it as like art. Do you know what I mean? I see, I see it separate to the person. Do you know, know what I mean? Maybe that's just me. Is there something wrong with me? <laughs> Should I be taking offense? Do you know what I mean? It's just music. Someone tries, I tried asking this question to somebody. And then uh, they try bringing Michael Jackson. I said, listen, I always listen to Michael Jackson. I don't care. Money in the mirror. Hey, hello. I don't know if you started with him, but that's what it's about for me. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. So, I guess if we move over a little bit, just in terms of, like, what would stop people from... What would it be that stop people from listening to R. Kelly's music? Would it be... Would it be hurt? Feeling hurt? Or would it be injustice? So the feeling injustice, what emotion is that, would you say? It's a strange one, because it's quite powerful. Is it a sad, Is it sadness? Obviously, we can just eliminate, it's not happiness. It could be anger, you know, actually. It could be anger. Injustice, I won't say it's fear. I'm just going up to four stage. I'm just going up happiness, sadness, anger, and fear. Um, so I won't say it's happiness. I won't say it's fear. Now, is it sadness? Because when I feel injustice, it's like, it's more like a, someone's just turned the flipping, the fire up. You know what I mean? Don't let the fire on, they'll just turn the fire up. Do you know what I mean? So maybe that's why, that's, what, that's because of that, how I picture the injustice when it flares up inside me, like, it's more of an anger rather than a, like, because I would like to say I'm incensed, and if I'm saying I'm incensed, then I would think to say that I'm angry. Um, to some to some degree. <sighs> hmm. So what would you say it is? Would you say it's injustice? That this person can't be doing this because of that? Or we can't be listening to him because he did that? I don't know. Because he was a big part of my life, really, growing up. Like, there was like, Michael Jackson was the first and foremost the person that I was a big fan of growing up. And it's nice because he had a big body of work. Um, to work with, he didn't like everything, but like most of his stuff, probably like 80, 90% compared to like other people, then it was like Pac, Tupac, R. Kelly was in the mix here and there throughout, he's got quite a big body of work, there were certain songs, like I remember that song Sede, I think his mum passed away, they made this song called Sede, I thought that was hard as nails, then there was like I Wish Part 2, I swear there was, I liked I Wish Part 2 over I Wish, I was never really in that, I am, um, oh, I love that, I believe I can fly, but obviously, I remember seeing Vibe. I used to have, like, Sky back in the days. I've had Sky all my life. <clears throat> Not Sky Digital. That came in, like, 01 or something for us. 
but we had Sky from back in the day, so I've had MTV for a time. And I remember Vibe coming on. Vibe, he was coming at night mainly, that I can remember. Um, or maybe that's just when they had this back, like MTV on at night. I remember my dad or whatever, but Vibe was hard. And the other one, Bump and Grind. Bump and Grind? Yeah, so my bedroom used to sing it. But he used to say pump for some reason. He knew what he was saying, he wasn't getting it wrong. He knew it, so I don't know what. And I mean, he might have been more, I don't know, sexually aware than me. And it, w- it was like kids, <laughs> like four, five, six, or some mad thing. No, I must be six or seven because I didn't live on that estate then. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, but all that anyway. Yeah, so it's, it's a. Uh, yeah. So Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, Tupac, Eminem, 50 Cent, they were like the big pieces of, I listened to loads of people in between and whatever, but they were like the big pieces of time. Uh, 50 Cent being like the, the most recent, before I started going on to like Grime, Dizzy Rascal mainly, um, that, that Slimzy set, YouTube it, Dizzy Rascal, Slimzy, hard as nails. When, when would it must have been? It must have been like 2002 or 2003, might say next to it. They've been ready, yeah. But it starts off by, um, said you don't know nothing till you know that I love you. And all the way through, it's the same slimsy. So that's how it starts. If you do get onto it, I'll put the link in the description still. Let me make a note of that round there. Right. We'll get rid of all that. And, uh, yeah, we'll stick that in there. The old Dizzy, Slimzy. Yeah. So, imagine waking up. You're waking up. You're in a cell. You've got your itches and scratches. You've got like a, a four foot. I think it's a square, it might be like four foot by four foot, loosely knitted piece of sitting, like the knit holes, the squares are like that. Like it's not tightly woven. That's one sheet. You've got a green one that might be a bit more rectangular, slightly longer. It's not knitted much better. And then you've got like a tarpaulin sheet. And these three things are what you're supposed to cover yourself with in bed. I don't know what the fuck you're supposed to do with them, to be honest. They give you these things, I say, like your bed pack in like uh, government run prisons. So I just, I don't know, the tarpaulin thing was hard as fuck. It's tarpaulin. You know what I mean? You put your knuckles on it and drag it down the tarpaulin, and you've got some serious, like, burns going on. It'll just look like plastic. Your knuckles will look plastic, and, and then they'll sting to death. <coughs> anyway. You wake up, you've got drugs, you're nice. You don't use them, they're just there to sell. You need to get by in jail. You've got no family out here, but you knew you were coming. You'd spoke to a man that knew the ins and outs of jail. So you came packing, as they call it. You need to move these drugs. So you get talking to people. Certain people are trying to put you onto certain people, but you don't think it's a wise choice. You're like, nah, I'm good still. You don't want to roll with anyone. 
You're trying to be a one-man soldier. Not on a bad man thing. You're just trying to keep out of everything and keep yourself to yourself. You've been on the wing one day. You've been on your wing two days. Other people are beginning to hear. You've got stuff. You've said bits and bats that's alerted people. So when they're coming to acquire, you're not letting off. And we're not talking sales. Don't want a little piece, a little one pop. You're talking people that want a slice. The peas there, everything's there. It's bliss. Now you've done a U-turn, you're saying you've got no. Even though you've said you've got this one, this one, this one and this one. People are taking umbrage, meaning they're becoming upset with you. They're feeling a way towards you now. They're ranting. Not too much. They're just upset. They're upset because they need to survive too. They've got no one to rely on. And if anything, they're making money in prison to send that to family because they've got a family to support. Wife, kids, house, mortgage, etc. Just because they're out of the, like, off the roads and in the system doesn't mean that, like, the council or your mortgage provider or the gas and water, that they are going to think, oh, the pr main provider's in prison. Let's go easy on them. No, they're still full force. They still want the full whackers. Don't matter who the fuck's in there. Someone hears that someone's got something. They're like, what? Who? Him. Okay. He talks to his people. They come round. They're flashing certain things. Rolexes. This and that. How much they've got. What they can do. Da -da 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 -da. You feel a bit safer with these guys. You feel safer with them than with other people. We make our own decisions. You now think you felt all right before because it's not really like that. You feel even better now because you're in with a group of people that seem to have got a stranglehold on the wing. It's not true. You get invited up to the cell. It's on the fourth landing at the very back to the left. It's none of them man cells that you go up there to. It just happens to be the furthest cell and whoever's in that furthest cell has to allow business to proceed. Or business will proceed on them. You walk in, you see two of the three as you walk in, you're not used to prison. You don't know about checking your corners. You walk in, boom. Third one's behind the door. Who shuts it? Delaying to you. They're stabbing you. Head, back, all over. They're punching you up. Left, right and centre. Boom. You're out now. You've been choked. You're still carried on while you've been choked. The beating. You wake up, you worse for wear. Oh, sorry, you was getting stabbed with a pen. All in your head. So his pen's like penetrating the skin, but like just going under the scalp. It's not going through the bone, it's just going like, it's not going in. It just keeps sliding underneath. So you've got like circular holes in your head. <laughs> like top and back. You, oh, and 
look up like on your shoulders and that. You wake up, trousers down, blue liquid all over the floor with shit in it. You've been found probably by the owner of the Patel, to be honest. But you've been found, school's been alerted because this is like serious, they don't know what to do. The schools have seen you in this state. Trousers down, boxes down, blue liquid everywhere, shit. You're battered and bruised, slightly bleeding. The schools know exactly what I'm going. You're now being taken for rape examinations. You are well aware that you are now without your drugs, you are not packing no more. You've been robbed. So the blue liquid on the floor is head and shoulders. It's a quite, it's known throughout the prison system, true or not, that it's believed, should I say, that head and shoulders is a muscle relaxant or a, how would you say? I forgot what it's called when you, like a colon cleanser in a sense. So what they've done, they beat you up, they've had you in incapacitated just so there's no more resistance because you already wouldn't give up the drugs, you wouldn't sell it to them. They, want, they didn't, weren't gonna buy it off you, but they wanted just to hand it to them so they could pretend they're gonna buy it off you and not pay you. You have, not done that, so they beat you up into submission, trousers down, got the um, head and shoulders. The persons who sell it is head and shoulders, head and shoulders. Stuck that to your, squeezed it inside, and then your body's just like relaxed and everything's fell out. That's why the shit there, your drugs have come out. And you see it as like, some reason head and shoulders seems to be, in whole prison, head and shoulders seems to be the thing that people want to use. It's probably just a myth. Who knows? I couldn't tell you. Another method is a spoon. It's called being spooned or spooned out. People will scoop you out with a spoon. And you know what I'm talking about. Where I'm talking about. Well, that's a bit... I'd probably think that that's harder. So I'd rather use the... They would rather use the head and shoulders because it does the job for them. So I think about that. Yeah, so that's uh, that's what it can be like on the wing. So don't go to prison. Right. So we're just going to quickly shine a light on a mind trap again. Yeah, one sec. Yep, and this one is making a mountain out of a molehill. So what that means is making a mountain out of a molehill is an idiom referring to overreactive histrionic behavior where a person makes too much of a minor issue. Now do you do that? 
is the world, basically when the world's over, you might have lost a job, you might have lost your keys, you might have lost your partner, not just losing stuff, you know what I mean? Somebody might have done something to you, somebody might have punched you in the face, and all of a sudden it's the worst thing that's ever happened. And you need to do something bigly, something big, huge. Or it's just a reaction. Or, like, so you might, like, just say you lose your job. I know someone's lost a job now. They're taking it all in the stride. They're still raising the family. And they're just going up for another job. I know someone else that lost a job. And all of a sudden, they're on crack now. Because they just slowly descended. They lost a job. That's it. It's the worst thing. All this, nothing else is going to happen. Rather than just like looking for another job, they've just decided to go out with a certain group of people, got drunk all the time. They always met these people because they had all this free time. They're getting drunk, getting drunk. They're smoking spice, smoking spice. And then it's opened the door up to other drugs, crack and heroin, but it's mainly crack. So that's the mountain out of the molehill type of situation there. Now, do you do that? Do you make mi big things out of minor things? Now, like I say, these mind traps, a lot of people do them. So it's not like you're the only one, but because everybody does it, doesn't mean it's okay. Think about it. Just before I go, I just want to mention something. I was speaking to my boy, and he's on drugs. It's, sh it's a shame. Old best friend. I'd still say my best friend, but it's not, how, how can it be? He's fully in it. Anyway. He was asking me about any entrepreneurial ideas. Do I know anything he can do? And I thought, well, to be honest, that's something that you need to like, you're about on these streets, you know what's available, like you could like, you should be using your like nose kind of thing, like thinking what, what can you see? And then utilizing whatever you've got around you kind of thing. He's like, oh, this and that. I was, and he come up with a few ideas that seemed all right, but they're quite impractical for where he's at right now. So I just said, why don't you just get a job? He says, oh, he's, he's went, oh I don't want to work for no one. He's like, oh, I just sat like throwing, we've gone for like normal conversations to his arms. I don't want to work for no one. I says, but like, I do. Like, you know, like, I said, couldn't you imagine me before? Like, you know what I mean? He's like, yeah, no, this and that. But it's like, where it is, where it is, yeah. I'm going to work all this time, pay like 1,500, get 1,500 pounds. And then pay all these you know, full council tax, full rent, this and that. I mean, let's get out my benefits because all I'll be left with is seven hundred pound. I thought, what? Pay everything off, and you're left with seven hundred pound for the month. I thought, rah. I thought, well, I thought, well, what are you gonna do with the rest of the money? I had to go anyway. I was going somewhere, so I had to bounce kind of thing. <laughs> but that is a conversation that I would want to pick up with this guy. Anyway, people, that's it. Camera done. Overheating. Does my heading. But that's it for now. Marcus, DQ and Q Lifestyle Podcast.